Machado reportedly has agreed to a 10-year, $300 million deal with the San Diego Padres. It was total domination by Ed Cooley's Providence Friars tonight here at home against St. John's as they sweep the season series. Fans begin to rise, and that will do it for Corey Schneider. His first shutout since November 1st of 2017. The Devils win it 4 nothing. You're listening to the Tri-State Sports Beat on Anchor FM. All right, everybody, welcome to the Tri-State Sports Beat on Anchor FM. This is our second time trying to record this because we had a little technical difficulties, but hey, that's okay. Uh, Joe and Nick here. We have our regular scheduled program. We got a lot to talk about today, but first we have some breaking news. Joe, what do we got, pal? Uh, Breaking news out of uh, Jupiter, Florida, where police in Florida have charged New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft with misdemeanor solicitation of prostitution, saying that they have videotape on him paying for sex act inside an illicit massage parlor. So the seven-year-old Kraft has been hasn't been arrested yet, but a warrant will be issued and his attorney notified. Um, this comes out of uh, the Palm Beach County area where 200 arrest warrants have been issued uh, in the recent days. So they're really cracking down on this uh, uh, sex trafficking um, because it, it's it's just widespread down there. Mm-hmm. So they're really cracking down on it now. And unfortunately, Robert Kraft is right in the middle of it. Of course, that story was courtesy of Newsday, our fellow followers on Twitter. Um, yeah, this is not good. No, not, not at all. This isn't good for the franchise. This isn't good for him. And this yeah. is coming right out of them winning the Super Bowl. So, And usually the Patriots, you, you know, they normally do no wrong. No. They, Stuff like this never happens. Besides the whole. Like this off, like off-field type yeah. stuff. Like normally they're pretty professional about everything. I mean, yes, you get those. Uh, like the spy gate mm-hmm, and, and the gate, but nothing really this personal, nothing really to do police activity with. It's just it's really, it's sad to see, but like, just don't do it. Just yeah. why? Like, what's, and he also, like, he also came out and denied any illegal activity. And like, they have you on videotape, yeah, dude. Like you, like you can't. You're busted. You're the owner of the you're New England. Busted, you're the it. owner of the New England Patriots, the most prestigious franchise maybe in sports right now. Yeah, absolutely. You like that just represents your franchise in such a negative way. And now people look at you and be like, "Oh, you remember what Robert Kraft did in 2019? Yeah. Uh, 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 also, the page what, what the Patriots did with Spygate, Deflategate. Again, another another stab at the Patriots and a reason for people to hate them." Mm-hmm. Which is fine because we hate uh, them. yeah but we're we already hate them but this is just a whole another level of this hate is just this not is I don't I don't understand like I I get Florida is a beautiful place and there's a lot of opportunity in Florida but what are we doing Robert Kraft yeah, well, this is why 
you have a you have a beautiful wife that's a lot younger than you, sir. First of all, like why do we got to do this? Like, why do we got to do this? Yeah. And you run again. You run the most prestigious franchise in the NFL and maybe in sports. So you're you're really surprised at this and everything. Yes, absolutely. Yes. I mean, like, I guess I could have saw it coming when he kissed um, Tom Brady at the Super Bowl. I but mean, it's kind of that's a whole something story. was up, but, but yeah, no, no. But seriously, like this is this is kind of major. This isn't this isn't anything to joke about. Like this is just that this the is not like, good. You own a franchise now. That for now, now you tarnished it a little bit. Absolutely. Of course, the Patriots have had controversies surrounding them for years. This just adds to it. And the fact that you're videotaped and you deny it, it makes it look stop. worse. There's no point. You did what you did. Own up to it. But of course, the Patriots never own up to anything when it comes to stuff like this, and we know this, whether they did it or not. They'll but obviously, to, it's been try done. To get out of it. Obviously, this is done. I want. I would like to see some video evidence of this. Absolutely, I'm sure that'll be leaked somehow, some way. It's disgusting. Absolutely. Like what? Just because it's disappointing, like, kind of. It's just because you own a successful franchise that gives you the right to do whatever you want. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't care if he's seventy-seven years old. Who cares? It's still disgusting. That's obviously not the Patriot way. No, it's he preaches. Oh, we're all Patriots. The Patriot way. This is the Patriot way. Yeah. If this no. is the Patriot way, it's the wrong way. Stick to making mac and cheese. Robert, come on. It's disgusting. But we have a we have a show to do. Yes. Can't focus on this. Can't focus on Robert Kraft and his anyway. (laughs) Of course, the biggest news this week, this whole week probably, was the Manny Machado deal going to San Diego, the Padres. Ten years three three hundred million dollars. He's set for a while. Boggles my mind. He's set for a while. That that money even exists. But for Manny Machado, he chose the Padres. And I ask, why? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't think he's concerned about winning. No. That's what I get out of this. Absolutely. I think he's, he's in it for the, the dollar sign. I think that's yeah, basically it. Baseball fans know what the San, San Diego Padres are about. Their history. They're not a successful franchise by any means. They are they're really a dumpster fire the Major League Baseball, I had to say. The team lost 96 games last year and have been a consistent loser for a long time. But Manny Machado now puts them on the map and you know maybe we'll put some more asses in the seats if you're Padres fans or just fans of baseball in general. But what I get out of this deal is that Manny Machado doesn't care about winning World Series, doesn't care about making the playoffs. He just cares about the green stuff. I think you're absolutely right. I don't, and honestly, I don't know if Manny Machado is the type of player that is going to change around a franchise like the San Diego. Um, He's a good start. He's a good yeah. start. Hell of a good start. Yeah, but what are you going to put around him now that you you dished out three hundred million dollars? That's the thing is like maybe and I heard the other day that um, Bryce Harper is not out of the discussion for the Padres, which and is I mean, weird because they got so much money yeah. now invested in Manny Machado. Yeah. You're going to give another 300 mil to Bryce Harper now? Uh, 
I mean, the Padres do have pieces. They have guys like Eric Hosmer, Will Myers, Ian Kinsler now coming aboard from Detroit, Hunter Renfro. So they have pieces. They have they have stuff to work with here. But again, it's all the pressure is all going to be on Manny Machado. Whatever pressure there is in San Diego. I mean, think about it. The Padres are the only team in town for them. There's no more San Diego Chargers. You have the San Diego Fleet, right? Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can root for them. You know, you root for them all you want, but the Padres are the team in town when it comes to being in San Diego. They're not popular nationally, but I guess they're popular in San Diego. I mean, they have to be. They have to be, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, we saw one person in a long time. With my, Diego I think Padres the first, hat. the first time I've ever seen a Padres fan in New Jersey, Northern New Jersey. Yeah, but I, I really don't know anybody that is a Padres yeah. fan personally. And you know, flipping back to the other side of the coin with Bryce Harper, the Nationals are now officially out of the Bryce Harper sweepstakes, which comes to mind is I think it's Philly or bust, Joe. I think it's the Phillies or bust, or 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 like we said before, like we said before we started. Somebody's going to come out of nowhere and give Bryce a deal he can't refuse. And that's, I think at this point, that's really all, all he might want. Right. I mean, unless it's, it's a completely dis- different situation with him where he really, really, really wants to win. Mm. But I mean, looking at what, um, uh, Machado, Machado. just got, it's, it's kind of tempting. It sets I the mean, bar now. Absolutely. Manny Machado has now set the bar. He's the domino to fall, and Bryce Harper's going to get more money than that if some team's willing to give him a long-term deal like that. It's going to be more than $300 million. Well, now that adds up for Machado making $30 million a year. If you're going to pay Bryce Harper $325, $315 million over 10, 11, 12 years, Bryce Harper's a hell of a player, but... You want my opinion. I think Mike Trout's worth that money. I'm very questionable if Bryce Harper is worth that money. I don't know. What is this? I think it's good for baseball. It's good for a team that's been bad for so long to finally get into the spotlight because of one player. But what I've said it already. What I can take away from this is that Manny Machado only cares about the money. His agent only cared about the money. He was going to go to the highest bidder and... It's going to be a long time before the Padres are even considered if they're structured the way they are right now as, and they, and they go forward with this as mm-hmm. presented already. It's going to be a long time before they are even sniffing the playoffs in a loaded National League. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I'm also excited to see where Bryce years, Harper ends you gotta, up. You have 10 years to see what Manny Machado can do maybe, if, he, if he holds maybe. out. If he holds out. Maybe. But... but as far as Bryce Harper goes, I think it's going to be Philly when it's all said and done. I don't, I don't, you know, they could do what Manny, what Manny Machado's deal did. The Padres could just come out of nowhere, or a team like Sanford, the Giants could come out of nowhere and give Bryce Harper a deal he can't refuse. I don't know. I can't predict the future. But if you're, if you ask me, I'll tell you right now. It's February twenty second, two thousand nineteen. At what time is it? It is one seventeen in the one eighteen in the afternoon. On this day, I tell you, Bryce Harper will be a Philadelphia Philly. That's uh-huh. not I, – I don't guarantee that because crazy things happen. But I think he's going to be a Philly, and Philly's a going to be a great team. They're going to be – they're definitely going to be a playoff team if they get Bryce Harper. They just extended Aaron Nola, their young starting pitcher, who's going to be a phenom, I feel like, in, in the future years to come. So they get Bryce in the building. 
watch out for the Phillies. And unfortunately for the Mets, they're in the set. Bryce Harper's going to remain within the division. And the Mets might be the third, maybe the fourth best team in that division if Bryce Harper goes to Philly. The Nationals are still good. The, the Phillies will be great now because of Harper. The Braves won the division last year. The Mets might be that fourth team. Obviously, the Mets are better than the crummy Miami Marlins. Unfortunately, run by Derek Jeter. Sorry, Derek, but come on. The Marlins are not good. But the Mets might be the third, at best, maybe the third best team if Bryce Harper ends up in Philadelphia. So that's really it for baseball. Unless, Joe, you want to, your hot takes on baseball? Because you know you're such a big baseball fan. Hot takes on baseball. (laughs) Boy. Well, what do you? Well, what do you? I'll save it for the NHL. What do you think about the long these long term deals in sports in general? I don't. I don't like long term deals in general. Mm. I think. I think players get way too comfortable in those contracts, and we had that situation with the the New Jersey Devils with Ilya Kovalchuk Mm. and a seventeen year contract. It didn't work out. out. It did not work out, and. They paid. They the Devils paid dearly for it. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's a great idea. Um, he he underperformed. I think um, for that last year, it's just a year huge a risk and so much money to invest in one player. Exactly, and for such a long time, yeah. and that, it, it kind of sets you back because now you're limited on what you could build around that exactly. player. So very hot. Take, I'm Joe. I'm not. I don't like. I don't like the big deals. Right. I don't like the long term deals. I agree for that. I agree for exactly those reasons. You hit it right on the head. So that's really it for Manny Machado. He's finally signed. Somebody has finally been signed. Bryce Harper is still pending. We'll see what happens in the coming days. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Joe's going to do his hockey thing with all the local hockey teams. We're going to talk some NBA. Of course, the Nets losing to Bro- in Brooklyn. to the Bla- No, they weren't in Brooklyn. They lost to the Blazers last night and are in threat of going under 500. They're sitting right at that threshold right there in the NBA playoffs. We're going to talk. Some NFL, a certain Seattle quarterback has been rumored to come to the Big Apple. It's a rumor. I don't believe it for one second, though. We'll talk about that. Le'Veon Bell and the Jets discussions, of course, been going out throughout the week. What's going on with Landon Collins and the Giants? Is he going to be a Giant for the foreseeable future? Is he going to hit free agency? I don't know, but I feel like if he does, he's going to get picked up really quick. And then we're going to end this show with college basketball, of course, if you haven't seen us on Twitter, you definitely should because we're great on there. Joe and I will be attending St. John's Seton Hall at Madison Square Garden. Let's go, Johnny's. Tomorrow, let's go St. John's. Let's go, Johnny's. Hopefully, we get there in one piece, but hey, I think we'll be okay. All that when we come back. You're listening to the Tri-State Sports Beat on Anchor FM. And we're back with Tri-State Sports Beat. Nick and Joe here talking about a little bit of a... NHL, huh? Joe is baffled how Starting, much the Rangers Devils tickets are tomorrow. Yeah, we baffled. were looking because I mean we're going to MSG anyway. We're going to see the St. John's um Seton Hall. Seton Hall game. Hot and ticket tomorrow. Rangers Devils play at one o'clock. Before. How are they at MSG I'm also surprised how they turn That's, that around. It's gonna be crazy. But no, I was looking at tickets because it was like, well, maybe we can go to the Rangers Devils game too. <laughs> $165 per ticket. Whole day in New York My City. God. Wouldn't want it any other way. That would that would be crazy. Yeah, it would. It would be a lot of fun. But go to the Knicks game. I said we should go to the Knicks game tonight. Stay we'll stay at the Hotel Pennsylvania for for one night. And you got a thousand dollars to spare, so we can get like all these tickets. Got to remember, Joe. We're paying for season tickets. Just yes. season tickets. Got to yeah. remember. Can't anyway, be too much money. Anyway, yet. get back on track. All right. So start off with the Islanders. Um, not too much trade news going on there. 
But because they're great. But yeah, because they're they're playing pretty good. So good. Um, Islanders lost two to four against the Calgary front Flames, In Calgary. who are actually doing very well this season. Shocking. So not as not a big surprise, but it it was a good game. Mm-hmm. Um. Nick, you said you had the box score for this game, so yeah, just uh, just for the Islanders, the two goals scored by them, of course, Casey Sezikis in the second, and in the third, Andres Lee. Did you watch this game at all, or didn't get to watch it? No, I didn't watch. Well, I was I was out last night. I didn't, uh, I, oh, that's right, Joe. Yeah. Joe was working late last night. Thomas Grice had thirty-two saves. He was in net for the Islanders. I think against a playoff team like that, I I think maybe the Islanders should have rolled with uh, Robin Leonard, but. That's my opinion. I don't know. Yeah, no, I I feel on that. Um, Robert Leonard's been playing pretty well. They've both been playing well. Yeah. But I just think he's been the hotter hand for yeah. them. So which... I I would have liked to see him play against mm-hmm. the Flames. Yeah. So the, the hit differential was really weird here. The Islanders had 31 hits. The Flames only 13, but they still won the game. Is that like you play? You've played hockey. So it, does that really matter as it, much as? Yeah, it tires the opponent out when you have a lot of hits, but mm-hmm. I mean, or those like brushes up against the board. I like, got, it's very, a, it's a fine line between what they record as a hit nowadays mm-hmm. and what's not. So five penalties in the games for the Islanders too. And I think that might've been where they got, they got most of their, uh, momentum transferred because yeah. penalties really kill you. Um, and were they all minor penalties, two minute penalties? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean that's it's ten minutes in the box. Yeah, I mean it's half a period already. So true, very true. I don't know. Uh, and you said there's nothing going on with the Islanders as far as trade rumors go. No, not really. Because they would um, be they would be more they'd be more buyers than obviously. They'd be yeah, buyers absolutely. Than sellers. But I mean, nothing big coming out of there. Like you're not going to see a blockbuster. I would trade love, I know from, you would hate this. I would love to see Matt Zuccarello on the Islanders and help them win. Who I mean. You don't know. Maybe it's, it's possible if they're willing to give up the right price, mm-hmm. the right players for that. I mean, or I would have loved to see Matt Duchesne, which you have something on Matt Duchesne. Yeah, Matt Duchesne actually just got traded to the Blue Jackets. Um, not, I mean, they were talked about with going to the Rangers, but like I said the last episode, the Rangers have been talking about getting him for years mm-hmm. now, and it just it's never worked out. So I'm another, not another I'm not 100% uh, I'm not 100% surprised that he's yeah. not a Ranger. Another guy I would have liked to see in an Islanders uniform that could I mean, you get Matt Duchesne with Barzell, guys like Casey Sezikis, Andres Lee. I'm probably forgetting a whole bunch of other Islanders, but just adding him to that team, Absolutely. I think would it be would've, insane. It definitely would have made them uh, I mean, yes, they're already a playoff contender. Yeah, no problem with that. But I think they would. They still had hold a the first great playoff run if they had. They're still the first in the Eastern Conference, right? No, besides Tampa. No, they're the first in the Metropolitan. Metropolitan, yeah, yes. the first in the Metropolitan. On yes. another Metropolitan um, acquisition, just I believe it was yesterday, maybe it was two days ago. I have my days confused with mm. my work and everything. Um, but a former New York Ranger, Carl Haglin, yeah, to the Capitals again. An interesting tidbit there that he was traded within the division from Pittsburgh to he wasn't on Pittsburgh. He wasn't on Pittsburgh? LA. Was he? LA. Remember Pittsburgh oh, traded him to LA? yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it was earlier in the season or on the offseason. That's right. And then uh, they traded him back. 
So yeah, no, he's he I wasn't, he's still he's a good he's a absolutely, good piece. He didn't, I don't I haven't heard a lot about him. Maybe that's just because he's in the Western Conference. Well, now. he's got ex- well, now he on Washington. Very well. He's got experience oh, playing absolutely. playing in the Stanley. Absolutely. Playoff experience is huge coming down the stretch. Not really for the so much the Capitals because they have Ovechkin and he they won played, the cup last year. He always played against the Capitals with the right. Rangers though. And that was, and we always most of the time the Rangers beat the Capitals mm-hmm. in the playoffs when right. they met. So he could bring a lot of experience to the team, mm. and it, I think it's a great addition for the Capitals. Right, absolutely. So for two draft picks, yeah. Nonetheless, no mm. players, just draft picks, mm. and they really don't need them. Can't this go year. wrong there. I mean, no, and they really don't need them this year. Yeah. So moving on to your beloved New York Rangers, Joe falling four to one at home against the Minnesota Wild. Pavel Busnevich with a lone goal. Yeah. Um, what happened there? It was a good. Go- it was a nice goal, but um, Lundqvist was in net. Thirty-four say. Uh, Thirty-four saves. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on with him. If it's if it's his age, if it's this, if it's that, if it's mm-hmm. trade deadline talks getting the heads, um, but last night just wasn't their night. Um, they got like you said, they got blown out four one, um, and couldn't take advantage of the power play either. They had third, they had three uh, power play opportunities, only scored once. Their their lone goal, obviously. Yeah, and it was actually interesting because right before the game. The Rangers said that Zuccarello and Kevin Hayes were going to play the game, mm-hmm. so they were in for most uh, for all the game. But at the end of the first period, Adam McQuaid Adam McQuaid gets taken out of the lineup. No news on him yet. No really? trade news. Um, it is absolutely possible that that is the reason he was taken out of the lineup. This, this is kind of unrelated, but the Rangers have had the same GM for very long time, right? No. No, I haven't. No, that uh, Jeff Gordon is a new GM. Um, oh. He, yes, you're you're probably thinking it was the last GM. He was there for a while. Who's I Hayden? believe this is uh, uh, Glenn Slater. Glenn Sather. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. I've... No, he's not the GM anymore. Uh, Jeff Gordon is new GM. Mm-hmm. He well, he new. Um, he's been there for I think two years mm-hmm. now. So he, he's just a new face. But um, so he's the one that made the deal with Tampa last year, right? With Tampa. Which last one? Year. Which one? Last year, JT Miller with JT Miller. Yeah. I believe so, because yeah. there was a, there was a switch of, uh, of power between Glenn Sather and and Jeff Gordon. Mm-hmm. I just don't remember if it was Glenn who sent them or if it was Gordon that sent right. them. But it 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 was one of the two. So big uh big question for Ranger fan like yourself. You don't see the playoffs this year. I'm assuming. No, not really. Do you just... I'd be surprised if we did. Do you... Rangers ownership or the the general manager or just the team in general, or if you're Dan Quinn, you say, Henrik, we're not going anywhere this year. I think it's time. I think sit the rest of the year out. Let Georgiev take the reins for the rest of this year. Thoughts? I mean... The guy's been so good. Like I'm surprised yes, the Rangers. I, I'm surprised I, the Rangers st- like sit him. News just came that um, Quinn said that tomorrow the lineup and goal will be Georgiev. Georgiev will be playing tomorrow against. I, like, the how could you? Like they're rolling with him right now. I I wouldn't mind it. I don't. See, I don't see Henrik Lundqvist getting traded. No, no, I'm just that, sitting yeah. for this year, for the rest of the year. Sitting the he's rest just of the year such out. a competitive guy that I don't think it would sit well with him. But he's just, oh, but 
Georgiev is playing just so much better. It is. He is. He's playing like a hundred percent agree. Henrik's not the same goaltender he was. He's not. Yeah, no. Gave up four goals the other night against Minnesota. I don't know. I think if you're the Rangers, you really – I think they they can't make the same mistake three times, Joe. No. They get Talbot. They no. The whole thing with Talbot and, and – um, who was the other one? Um, oh, no. Oh, my God. Auntie Ranta. Auntie Ranta. Auntie Ranta. Ranta. I, tweet, I tweeted – I quote tweeted the other day. <laughs> the Rangers cannot make this mistake again. No. They can't. Absolutely they need – And I know how and much – And he's shown how I good he can be. I know how much – um, Henrik Lundqvist means the Rangers, and how much the Rangers means Henrik Lundqvist. And if I don't, they, if, I don't want him to be traded. I want the Rangers, him to retire a Ranger. You have to agree, though. If the Rangers meant that much to Henrik Lundqvist to do the best for the franchise, he would do it. You're right. I understand he's competitive. He's it. been the goalie I for for 150 years, but Georgiev seems like the real deal. Any rain, any rain, and I can't, absolutely. I can't. I can't bash Ranger fans for wanting to stick by stick by Henrik. Believe me, I was in the same situation with Brodor and Corey Schneider. Mm-hmm. I wanted Brodor to, you know, keep playing, even though he wasn't playing to his standard, to the standard we, you know, Devils fans held him up to. It's kind of, it's really the same thing. But Georgiev, when he's in there, it's just a different energy for the Rangers. It's just a different energy, and Henrik now seems like the he seems like the other guy, you could say. Right, Georgiev because yeah. he's been playing so well. Yeah. And and how old he's young, right? Very young. He's Absolutely. young. Yeah, he's he's young. You know um, why not? Why not give him the whole rest of the year to play? Yeah, I I mean, I wouldn't mind it because you, we would definitely probably win a few more games. But at this now, point, that's the other question. Do you want to win more games? That yeah, I was just going to make that. At this point, do you really want to win? 50, 60, 70 games or fifty, sixty games when you have a potential to get a high draft. Pick. But then I'll play devil's advocate a little bit. You win those games. You don't get a higher draft pick. But you're building around Georgiev. Yeah. If you have a very good goaltender, yeah. okay, you can have exceptional other players. Mm-hmm. You need goal scorers, no doubt. They have Zibanejad. They have Zuccarello for now. You know, they have Brady Shea, which I don't understand either why the Rangers are having – Trade talks about you also, him. You also have um, you have um, not Brady Shea, Jimmy VZ, Jimmy VZ, uh, who's playing very well. Right. Uh, they just they actually just uh, called up Lias Anderson. Right. Um, yet for yesterday's game, and uh, Quinn actually said that he was one of the bright spots in the game. In the game, I don't know for I've, the team. So, and I don't know how much I don't know anything about this this year's NHL draft. I don't know how much you know either. Is there like there is there not, a McDavid out there? No. Okay. No. There's then no if you're the Ra- then if you're the Rangers, I think you hand over the reins for the rest of the year to Georgiev, and you build around him. I'm not saying Henrik. You know, Henrik should Henrik should play next year. Next year, he should be the opening you're day starter. Just let Georgiev finish the season, the yeah. whole season out. He's just riding so much momentum. He is, but I mean, mm, I don't know. I know it's weird for Ranger fans. To... I think definitely you should have him play a few more games than normal. And then I think Absolutely. next year, Maybe next like year, ten more games in Lundqvist. Since that being halfway through the year, that's a lot of games. Yeah, and then so, and then next year you have Lundqvist be the opening day starter. And then I what's his? Do you know what his contract situation is like? Lundqvist, yeah. not a hundred percent. I knew. I know a few years ago they they gave him a, a relatively 
long contract, not a huge contract, not 10 plus years, mm-hmm. but they gave him a decent contract. So I don't think he's any, not really near the end of his contract, but, um, 2021, 2022 season, he's an unrestricted free agent. Okay. So what? Three years. Mm-hmm. We got three years on yep. him. Okay. He's making, so, he's making $7 million about, He's making seven point five million right now. Yeah. Then he's making seven million for next year and the and then five point five million in twenty 2020, twenty, twenty twenty one. So but I just see at that point if Georgiev's playing like he has and the same thing comes about next year, how do you keep Henrik and that money that long? You kinda I think I think there's gonna be a time when Rangers ownership and management is going to say, Henrik, thank you for everything you've done. But I just don't think I think it's time. I just don't think they could get rid of them. Like, no, that. they can't I get mean, rid of them. I mean, maybe next year, maybe they, I mean, when maybe, they, maybe next year is when they actually start Georgiev instead of Lundqvist and have Lundqvist be the backup mm. and just write out his contract. But that's something that they have to like, what about sit bo- down like, is there them. like, can they buy him out? Like, yeah, but. Like I it wouldn't. Said, it, it wouldn't look good. Exactly. It wouldn't look good. But exactly. At the same time, if Georgiev's playing like he is, and I'm not saying next year he's going to set the world on fire. I mean, odds are Longquist is going to be the starter come opening day next year, opening night, whatever. But if you're a Ranger fan, you got to think about you know. Are now, we just kind of? Once in a while, the thing is, every once in a while, you see Lundqvist have some kind right, of but you spark know, from when he you, was in his prime. But you know you're like, what you're getting maybe. with him already. You know what yeah. you get with him. And then he lets up four goals against Minnesota, and then you're like, "Really? Why didn't Georgiev play? Yeah. Like, why didn't?" It's com- very complex for a Ranger fan, especially yeah. the sensitivity. It's hard because Ranger fans are sensitive about Henry Lundqvist. Exactly, they're very sensitive. They're like, oh, "Henry's and, great." And if you and, if you ask any Rangers fan or any true Rangers fan, everybody's going to want him to to retire a Ranger. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, after this contract, after his contract's up. Do I see him remaining a Ranger or remaining in the league even? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Yeah. So, but again, that's a lot that management has to discuss with mm-hmm. him. Probably on this offseason. Probably on this offseason. So from one goalie to another, Devils won last night 4 to nothing against the Ottawa Senators. Corey Schneider, his first shutout since 2017. If you heard that in the intro, yes, that is correct. His first mm-hmm. shutout since 2017. Um, I'm very indifferent about this. I really, the Devils are not good. Mm. They're just not, they're not going anywhere. Um, goals last night by Zajac, Steve Santini, Gabriel, his first career goal. That's cool. And then, uh, Miles Wood. Gabriel is the one we saw drawing at, uh, at one of the players yes. the other night, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of like that whole spark thing. It gives the Devils a little bit of a, a face. Mm. You know what I mean? If it continue, if the, if that kind of play continues. They're 24, 29, and 8. Taylor Hall has still not sniffed the ice, which is very concerning to me. So, I gotta how be much, honest. Do you know how much longer he's supposed to be out for? I, Joe, i got to be honest. I have not watched the Devils a whole lot this year. I've been very focused on... I don't know why I'm very focused on the Knicks, but they intrigue me because of the whole rumors stuff going around, which I guess we'll address later, but... Got to be honest, the first time I paid it, well, not the first time, 
I paid attention to the Devils on 90s night the other night when David Putty was there. I love Putty. Yes, I want that bobblehead yep. so bad. So cool. And we saw your nice little uh, Twitter post. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, but trade rumors going on with them, I guess. Get whatever you can for guys like Ben Lovejoy, Marcus Johansson. I understand he's got a huge following on Twitter, the whole General Johansson stuff with him. It's funny. It's hilarious. I love they sat, it. They both of them sat out last night, correct? Yeah. Which were they They were pulled from the game? No, they just They, they were sat out in the beginning. They were, All right. they were scratches. Um, so, I don't know. A I little could... interesting. It was a little interesting I saw um, on an article about that, about Lovejoy and um, Johansson sitting out. The Senators also sat out three players from the same game. Um, Mark Stone, which would be be a nice uh, addition to the Devils lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Duchesne, who we, we already know already was traded. Uh, and Ryan Ding- Dizzing. Dizzingle. My bad. Dizzingle. Ryan Dizzingle. Okay. Who, again, is, would be a nice addition to any of the... I like the, Stone. Stone the interests two me a lot. Tri, tri, the three tri-state teams that... Stone um, interests me a lot. He, yeah. He would probably be the best... He'd probably be the best for the Devils out of the three. Mm-hmm. Obviously, being Matt Duchesne already being traded. Um, but it's just interesting. One piece from uh, the Senators was taken out today. Uh, Duchesne. And now they have two more that they had set out. So it's 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 interesting to see what uh what comes for them. Mm-hmm. So that's and, our and the Devils and the Rangers. Yep, guys that were set out. So that's our NHL talk. We talked a long time about the NHL. That's okay. We'll touch upon the NBA real quick before we take a break, and then we're gonna talk a lot about the NFL. Uh, Joe, those Brooklyn Nets, they won. Had the All Star break. Joe Harris won the three point contest. D'Angelo Russell was in the All Star game. Everything. Going good for the Nets. Then they blow it at home against the Portland Trailblazers last night. Uh, Joe Harris, three-point champion, three-point king, you could say. 13 points last night. The high man was actually Ed Davis coming off the bench for the Nets. He had 15 points. Uh, again, disappoint, uh, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson has disappointed me all year. Net fans, I, I totally agree with you. You want to trade him. Oh, Alan Crabb. Oh, I'm sorry. I I was mistaken. <laughs> sorry, Joe. Joe just corrected me. Thank you, Joe. Alan Crabb. Because you know what? I'm not used to saying Alan Crabb did something hey, productive. It, for the it's Nets. good, though. It's, 17 it's good. points for Alan Crabb. Uh, interesting. Kenny Atkinson did not play Rodion's Kuroots. Interested by that. I want to know what Scott would think. Scott is a big Rodion's Kuroots fan. Uh, D'Angelo Russell had 14 points, 8 assists, 4 rebounds. Karis LeVert, another Scott's one of Scott's fan favorites, loves Karis LeVert. Twelve points, uh, one assist, went four for eleven from the field. But Portland's a good team. Portland's a real good team in the Western Conference. Of course, Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum. Now they have former Nick Anis Cantor. I mean, that's something. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Portland's making Portland's making some runs. Shot twenty two percent from. Three-point range. I mean, if you're shooting that high, that's actually high, Joe, just in case you didn't know. That's high three-point percentage, just in case you didn't know. Um, The Nets shooting just under 20%. Just overall, the Nets now fall to – they're 30-30 and right now. They're holding on to a playoff spot in the Eastern Conference. 
I just hope, I, ju- I hope, and coming from a Knicks fan, this says a lot, I hope the Nets get it done and they start playing well again. It would be awesome to It'd see. Awesome. Um, Love to see the Nets in the playoffs. Love but it. I've I've talked a lot about how all-star games can really ruin a, a potential And it's the worst thing because the Nets record. came off a win. They should have demolished Cleveland. I don't say – I wouldn't say demolished, but they should have beaten Cleveland soundly. They went into overtime with the Cavaliers. Whatever. Then they go into all-star break. Like I said, Joe Harris winning the three-point competition, all the hype around the Nets now, and then you drop this one at home. They have to be able to deal with it, and that's disappointing. I've been following the Nets very This is the very first game. This is the first game since, since the all-star break. Okay, yeah. so we'll give them a bye like, mm-hmm. on this first one, but, I mean, you really got to get stuff rolling now. Right, and, of course – Interesting little tidbit from this game. The Nets, I don't know if it was the be before the game or at halftime. You know who Ian Eagle is, right? Yeah. Calls for CBS. He's been calling Nets games for 25 years. And they celebrated him last night. So I thought that That's was pretty cool. cool. Good for Ian Eagle. Congratulations to him. Hope for 25 more years, Ian Eagle. He's, he's up, in my opinion, he's up there with Jim Nance. And because, uh, you know, I, I love Jim Nance because he calls the NFL and calls uh-huh. the Masters and PG and and golf. Got I love me some Jim Nance. Oh. <laughs> Such a Sounds like you have so, a, a little crush. His I I have a man crush on Jim <laughs> Nance. It is absolute that is absolute that is a that is one of the truest things I've ever heard, Joe. <sighs> it's so like his voice. You just hear him say hello friends. I'm like, I get goosebumps. <laughs> Come on. All right. This is getting a little weird. I do. Now. All right, all I right. do. I'm not all lying. Right. Okay. Joe, you've never heard. Let's because you've never heard. <laughs> no, no. You've never heard Jim Nance on Master Sunday. You've no, I don't it. watch golf. You've That's never heard just it. My it's something to acknowledge. No, no. Oh, we can continue out of that I love subject. Jim Nance. <laughs> oh, by the way, the Knicks are playing tonight. <laughs> what? Oh, man. Anyway, the Knicks are playing tonight. Anyway, <laughs> they host the Minnesota Timberwolves. To be honest, who cares? Except if you're a Knicks fan, I guess. The Knicks have lost. Wow, a lot they've of games. lost four of their last five. A lot of games. I don't even know what their record is. They are eleven and forty-seven. Wow. Yeah, that's not not cool. Why? Why are you looking? Why are you looking? It was the new puppy. I wanted to see the new puppy. Oh, I, know. I know. Yeah. Um. Knicks and Timberwolves, not not excited, not exciting at all. That's all I really have to say about that. Yeah, Knicks. I love the Knicks. Yeah. I guess yeah. we'll touch on Zion Williamson in a little while because of the whole injury thing. That yeah. What do we have up next? We have we have the NFL. NFL. And we're gonna end with college basketball. Okay. Because cool. we're going to the game. Okay. So, yeah, the Knicks are playing tonight. That's a thing. When we come back, we're going to talk about the NFL, what's going on with the Jets and the Giants concerning some pretty important players in the locker room. Could be very, very important for both these teams going forward. Then we're going to end today with some college basketball. St. John's Seton Hall tomorrow at the Garden. We will be there. Cannot wait. All that when we come back. You're listening to the Tri-State Sports B on Anchor FM. All right, guys. Welcome back. We got some NFL news brewing lately. Some of it's way out there. Got to admit. Most of but it's kind you gotta of, take everything. You gotta take everything here. Most of it's kind of report, kind of important. This was the other day, of course. If you watch, if you're familiar with Colin Cowherd, he's got a show on FS1. We're actually watching it right now. He's not on there. He's being replaced by legendary Doug Gottlieb. But anyway, Colin Cowherd creates a ridiculous rumor that Russell Wilson 
quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks, wants out of Seattle. And his wife or his girlfriend, I don't know, fiance, wants to go to New York. Hmm. That means the Giants. Why? I don't know. I I mean, I thought the Giants were all on drafting a quarterback. Which they should. To groom him under Eli for next season. This is, I just. I don't see this happening. I don't see this. This is Russell, a rumor. I don't, it's not happening. It's a rumor. It's like Colin Coward literally just made this up on his show, I feel like. I was watching it. I was like, get out of here. Like, that's not. It's Nobody not else has reported it. Now it's all rumors, so of course tabloids pick up on it. Yeah. But Russell, just Russell Wilson in a Giants uniform, <coughs> and what the Giants would have to give up for Russell, like to, to give up for him, is kind of ridiculous as well. I just don't see it. Russell Wilson's a nice guy. Everyone loves Russell Wilson. I don't I don't know yeah. anybody that doesn't like Russell Wilson. If except if you're a Ram fan or another fan of the NFC West. I just it's absolutely this is asinine to me. Like I can almost laugh about it because Yeah. It's no, just so out there. That. It's not even worth talking about it. No, let's move it on. It really isn't. Some actual Giants news. Landon Collins reportedly, well, there's been back and forth going. Is he getting a long-term contract from the Giants? Is he going to play under the franchise tag? He's said that he's willing to. Other people have said he's not willing to. Whatever the case may be. Josina Anderson reported, I think it was yesterday. Was it yesterday? I think so. I believe it was yesterday. That Landon Collins was cleaning out his locker and was saying goodbye to everybody in the Giants organization. And then Paul Schwartz from the New York Post tweeted tweeted this out probably a little while a little while after that. Attention, those who care about the New York Giants, Landon Collins has not cleaned out his locker at the team facility. Repeat, Landon Collins has not cleaned out his locker at the team facility. Landon Collins replied to that tweet. Here's what he said: "The stuff in that locker that I have left, I do not need." With the 100 emoji. Oof. Giants okay. fans, oh boy! If you lose, that's a lane, not good. It's not good. <laughs> not good at all. They're just not. I don't see <clears throat> things just aren't working out right now. I don't know. No, I don't know what to believe. Did he clean out his locker? Did he not? That, I don't. That makes it. That makes sound it pretty official like he now. Does if you weren't sure before, did. now you know. So, ouch! Giants fans. Landon Collins, pretty big deal for you. Yeah. Pretty big deal probably, for Probably it doesn't sound like he wants to be no. back. No. Well, it's not that he doesn't want to be back. There's a thing of not wanting to be back and not thinking a deal will get done. Yeah, so, but you could like I don't know. He he from what I get from his response to that tweet is that yeah, he cleaned out his locker and whatever I left in there that you thought wasn't cleaned out mm-hmm. that I might be coming back for. I actually for, don't need it. I don't need it. I'm done here. I don't know. I don't know. I feel that the doesn't giant, sound good. This is this is it's not exactly like the Jacob DeGrom situation with the Mets, but Landon Collins is an important player for them. Yeah. Wow. And I and I tweeted this the other day. Keep an eye out. If he does hit the free agency market, he's gonna go fast. Oh, absolutely. He's gonna get paid. Watch out for Kansas City. They need safety Oof. help. They have no Eric. No Oof. Eric. Like yeah. Eric Berry's future is in limbo. Could you imagine? That's the first. Him and Green Bay is what came into my mind. 
Kansas City and Green, City Bay, and Green yeah. Bay is what came into my mind. But Gi- Giants ownership, Dave Gettleman, like, what? I don't understand a why theory. this is. What's that, Joe? Marcus May. Trade See, him. No, don't trade him. And take Landon Collins? Well, he's a, he's a free agent. You wouldn't have to trade for him. No, no, no. I'm saying you trade away Marcus May because at that point, why do you have Why Marcus not play May? Marcus May at corner? Okay. You could do that. All right. I wasn't thinking of switching. Marcus May at corner, okay. Landon Collins and Jamal Adams. That's lethal. That's just, that makes me very excited just thinking about. Okay. I don't think it's going to happen. Giants will not, you know. But again, it doesn't matter. But if he's a free, free agent. agent. Yeah. I don't know. Possibility. Giant, the Jets don't need. That's another situation. Like the Yankees didn't need John Carlos Dan. I mean, the Jets could really benefit from Landon oh, Collins, absolutely. but they, I don't think they need to have Landon Collins. Can you can you imagine running Marcus May at corner? Joe, if they get. Oh, could you imagine Landon Collins and they get Le'Veon Bell and spend all this money the right way? What a hell of a year to get season tickets this year! <laughs> wow. The oh. luck, the luck that we would have. And no, know, again, they're just theories. And then knowing us, they would win four games again. Anyway, Night, you just dampened my mood. <laughs> Optimism, <laughs> but realism. That's what you I always sucked say. all the energy Optimism, out of me. Optimism, but realism. We know who we're dealing with here. But I don't uh, know, Giants fans. It doesn't sound good. Does not no. sound good. Landon Collins. I, I've had conflicting reports say that Landon Collins wouldn't mind playing on the franchise tag. This one says that he doesn't want to play on the franchise tag. He wants a long-term deal. If you're the Giants, you're not – I mean, you're paying Odell Beckham, obviously. You still have Eli Manning's contract that you have to deal with. And remember, in like four four years, you have to pay Saquon Barkley. I know it's four years down the road. It is what it is. Landon Collins is pretty important on that defense on a very, very light – uh, defensive uh, yeah. staff there in in New York with the Giants. Yeah, I don't know. It's if, and like I said, if he hits the open market, if he hits free agency, he's going to be gone within a couple days, guarantee it. Well, maybe not a couple days, but he'll be one of the first off the market. It'll be pretty quick. Not a lot of say, not a lot of good safeties like this good. Not hits this the market. Season, no, hits the market at no. all. So speaking of hitting the market. Le'Veon Bell is officially will not be tagged by the Pittsburgh Steelers. They came to that agreement. Le'Veon Bell is a free agent. Technically, he's still a Pittsburgh Steeler, but come the new league year, he'll yeah. be a free agent. Right after the draft. Um, Joe, what do we think? Well, I don't really know your concrete thoughts about Le'Veon Bell. I I mix with him because, like, I know at this point, I'm pretty set on him being the type of guy that's playing for the money and not for the team. Exactly. Um, his talent doesn't go unnoticed, oh, obviously. Absolutely. So, can it help the Jets? Yeah, it'll help them. Mm-hmm. But do you want to bring in a, a player that's really playing for the money? I can't say I, I really can't say think... I really want him because I I can go out. There's other players mm-hmm. on the market that you can get. You could definitely get for cheaper. Running backs come a dime a dozen these days. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Um, but what's the what's They're, the free agent market look like for running backs this year? I know Mark you got Mark Ingram, Ingram. Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman's DJ not Yeldon. a bad idea. 
There's also some dark horse candidates in the draft, too. The running back from Kentucky, love him. Um, Alabama's running back, is he in the draft this year? I don't year? think or so. Or is it in two years? I think it might be two years. Okay. I was going to say, because he, I know, I watched him a few times. Mm-hmm. And he always looks really good. I um, really like the guy from Kentucky. His name escapes me right now. But he'll be like a mid-round draft pick. UK? From UK? University, University of Kentucky? Kentucky? Yeah. I really like... Uh, the Josh Allen kid. I know it's not a running back. He's not a running back. He's a, a yeah, linebacker. Yeah, I think ultimately that's how it's going to end up going. I would love to see him come to the Jets. But, I could really you, but would you rather him or Nick Bosa? Well, obviously, Nick Bosa, yes. Well, obviously. I don't know. Some people, you know, people's draft boards are higher than, you know. I I really like Nick Bosa. I would take him in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. But I think he's if he falls to three, player. absolutely. Oh, yeah. If the if the Jets don't trade the, that third pick away, mm-hmm. absolutely. If he falls there, but I, in all honesty, I would take this Josh Allen kid over Quinn mm-hmm. Williams. Agreed. Back to Le'Veon Bell. Sorry, yeah, That's okay. Um, Jets seem to be the favorite to land him, basically because they have a lot of cap space. I don't mm-hmm. think he's interested. I don't think the Colts are very that much interested in acquiring him because they have Marlon Mack, they have talent else, they have needs elsewhere. Jets have also declined. The contracts of Mike Pennell, defensive tackle, Terrence Brooks, backup safety, and Kevin Pierre-Lewis, a backup linebacker. That'll free up about $5 million more million. So the Jets are going to be at about $102, $103 million once the league year starts. All I have to say is you know how I feel about Le'Veon Bell. I would like him if the Jets pay the right price. Exactly. If they're overpaying for him, I don't want him. First of all, this report can this report that came out yesterday as well that he's 260 pounds and he's overweight and he hasn't been, you know, I don't say that he hasn't been doing anything, but the Jets are concerned that he is not in football shape and that he didn't take care of himself while he was taking off. Yes, you could play devil's advocate, make the argument that he'll be healthier though. You know, he didn't play yeah. for a whole year. He has he has no wear and tear from this past season. I get that. I've been hearing that. I get it. But the guy's and 200. If he's 260 yeah, pounds and he's know, overweight, you know that concerns he's a professional you. Athlete. You know he's a professional athlete. And I yeah, know. he may have put on a few more pounds, but that if he's working out constantly, that's, that's the thing. Muscle. That's the that's thing. Not no, no, fat. that's the fat. thing. We don't know. Like we see Antonio Brown's workout videos all the time. We don't know if Le'Veon Bell is actually working out. Exactly. All, all I know about him is that he's making he's making rap songs, making music. That's all. That's all I know about Le'Veon Bell right now. Is he's Instagram I don't story think, every once in a while. All he do, all he's doing is just showing himself off. I just don't think, and he that, looks heavier. I just don't think that he's the type of guy that's going to let himself go, but especially that, coming on to coming up to the um, the free agency market. But that's where, but that's what that's that falls under the umbrella of his motivation. I'm very concerned about his motivation to actually play. Because once he gets, because it could be an Albert Hainsworth. I don't think you remember Albert Hainsworth. But he got a big contract from the Washington Redskins. Once he got that money, and most of it was guaranteed, if not all of it. Once he got that contract, he just kind of went, okay, I don't want to play anymore. And he didn't And he didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid that's going to happen with the Jets. And if they want to go Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, I'm highly against that. Bring I both say it's of them one or the other. Exactly. I say absolutely agree. I don't think they'll go after both. I think it'll be Le'Veon Bell when it's all said and done. I don't. I don't guarantee that he's going to be here again. Free agency is weird. Stuff happens. 
it, you know, the Dolphins are in the mix. The Colts, I, I don't care what you say, the Colts are still in the mix. They have the most cap space in the league. I think it makes sense. You need, again, I, we can say this so many times. We've been talking about Le'Veon Bell for months now coming to the Jets. Sam Darnold needs weapons, yes. Jets also need offensive line. They also need defensive line. There's other weapons that you can get for cheaper. That exactly. Not not just as good, but... I, I totally agree with the report that came out probably a month or so ago that the Jets should not have to break the bank for Le'Veon Bell. No. no. If they do, I, I think, think it's a mistake. They will need to break a bank, the bank for somebody. Oh, yeah. For Le'Veon Bell, maybe not. And, of course, that's a good segue into the Trumaine Johnson story. Of course, Manish Mehta from the New York Daily News. You guys know how I feel about the New York Daily News and Manish Mehta in general, but hey, we'll take it. We'll talk about it. The, the Jets are having what uh, you could say regrets, buyer's remorse. Buyer's remorse, good. Yep. With Tremaine Johnson. Now, I'm uh, I was down on Tremaine Johnson last year. He had a lot of blame. I blamed him for a lot of what went wrong on the defensive side of the ball last year. Let a big plays. He was in the corner we saw in, in Los Angeles with the Rams. But Greg Williams is now in town. His former defensive coordinator with the Rams. A top-notch defense when the when he was there with L.A. I think Trumaine Johnson, I said watch out. Have I think he'll have a bounce-back year. He's a good corner. He, he has talent. I think Greg Williams brings out the best in him. And if he can do that with Trumaine Johnson... Jamal Adams, Marcus May, the rest of the secondary. I think the Jets will be fine. Yes. Did the Jets overpay a little bit for Tremaine Johnson? Yes. Absolutely agree. But I think in the long run, it'll be worth it. Hopefully. I don't think they should have – They sh- I mean, I don't think they should have buyer's remorse. They should be a little – they should be a little questionable. Like, they should question what's going on with him. I mean, I think they can release him – not next off season. Next the off season. Two after off this, seasons. Two off seasons from now. So I don't know. The Jets did overpay for him. I agree, absolutely. But I think bringing Greg Williams in here and getting his scheme in here, a system that Tremaine Johnson Tremaine Johnson is familiar with, I think it'll he'll benefit from it. I think? hope so. Yeah. I, I hope so. Um, I do like you said. I think they paid him a little too much, and. Last season really, really was a bust for him. Mm-hmm. But bringing Greg Williams in, having that familiar face to help him uh, develop, will, in the long run, be good. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, and hopefully, um, Jets management will will be able to realize that. Yeah, maybe we paid him too much for that first season, but now. All right, we're this is how if this is how he's going to play, then it's not so bad. Right. <clears throat> so that's really that's really it for the Jets and the Giants. Of course, we're the league year has not started yet. The combine is in a couple weeks. Very excited for that. Dwayne Haskins, potential Giants prospect, will be throwing at the combine, oh, so we will definitely be keeping a close eye on him. And anybody that I think the Jets should draft, I think in the later round, like. Depends what they do in free agency. Again, I think I think now landing Demarcus Lawrence is very slim. I think they could still get a pass rusher in free agency and then end up drafting a guy like Nick Bosa or Josh Allen or Rashawn Gary, somebody like that. I think they'll ultimately end up drafting a pass rusher. They have to address the offensive line. I'm really interested in Matt Paradis, the now free agent from Denver. He's a little older, but 
would bring experience and won the and won Super Bowl fifty with the Denver Broncos with Peyton Manning. So he's got experience. I would love I would really love to bring him in here. He's the one offensive offensive line free agent that really sticks out to me. Other than that, the Jets can focus on their other needs. They you can always use more corners. You could always and if Le'Veon Bell does not come to the Jets, you look at the running back position, you look at wide receivers in the later rounds of the draft. What do you think? No, I, yeah, you agree? I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Eh. I don't know. It's I'm very optimistic about this year. Depends what they do Hopefully. with the money. It all depends what exactly. they do with this money. All exactly. depends. Joe, let's wrap today up. Let's preview the big game we're going to. Big, big, big game. St. John's, John's Seton Hall. Hall. I like that. That was cool. Tomorrow, 8 o'clock at the Mecca of basketball. I don't care how bad the Knicks are. It's still the Mecca of basketball. St. John's. Of course, losing a heartbreaker. They got blown out by Providence the other night. Wasn't very happy about that. Mm-mm. Shamori Pons didn't show up for me. Very, He only had four points in the whole game. But guys like LJ Figueroa, Marvin Clark showed up. But the Friar, but for some reason, St. John just didn't play well on the road against Providence. And then Seton Hall losing to Xavier, which we thought that Seton Hall was going to handle them at home. Losing seventy to sixty nine, nail biter, nail biter. So yeah, that, no, so that, that makes us nervous. That makes us nervous it now does. because St. John's, the last two of the three weeks of the schedule, they have Xavier twice. Yeah, one more time. Yeah, Meaning one more time. Um, and away. Yeah. So, hey, maybe they could pull it out. It was only by one. Yeah, but it was at home. That's the thing that against Xavier, and Xavier's not good. They're not great. You but, win, that just, but you do. You that goes to show. Stuff. That and goes to show, though. You know what? That just makes tomorrow's game even bigger. Oh, I'm very. I've I haven't been to a game at Madison Square Garden in years. I haven't been to a basketball game. This is going to be my first. Is your basketball first basketball game. game? I'm honored. Professional or collegiate? This is my first college basketball game. Oh, so I'm very excited for this. The atmosphere is going to be cool around St. John's and it. Madison Square Garden. It's going to be great. No matter who wins, it's going to be a good game. They're both local teams, so we could both root for them. I mean, but I really want the Johnnies to win because they are. They really should have won that game. They shouldn't have, or they shouldn't have lost in that fashion to Providence. It should have been at least a little closer. Still riding the win against Villanova, though, from last week. Yeah, that was that was a big win for them. Seton Hall, Seton Hall. I think as far as the two teams go, St. John's. I think a win here against Seton Hall at the Garden. If they beat Seton Hall here, they really punch their ticket. Mm-hmm. I think they already punched their ticket and they're already in because they beat Villanova and they've beaten Marquette before and they beat Marquette uh, three weeks earlier. I think if Seton Hall wins, I don't think it's a must win. It would be a statement win, though. If they win, Absolutely. if they win, I think they're definitely in. If Seton Hall comes out and wins, they have a chance. I think they're still the first four teams out. But if they can get a quality win against St. John's. Watch out for Seton Hall because they they yeah. might they might just be on that bubble. But we're rooting for the Johnnies here on the Tri-State Sports B. We want we're rooting for St. John's. We're rooting for Chris Mullen and the Red Storm. Come tomorrow. We want to see the Johnnies do well. We want to see them get in the tournament. We want to see them see them win a couple games, maybe get to a sweet sixteen, Elite Eight. Oh cool. my god, that would be awesome. That'd be really cool. The garden's gonna be electric tomorrow. Especially because the Rangers, the Rangers and Devils tomorrow. The Knicks are man, the Knicks are playing tonight, but 
Rangers and Devils tomorrow, and then followed by St. John. Oh, I wish we could go to the Rangers Devils game I too. No, so cool. We're still waiting to go to one. Oh. Still waiting. Still waiting. This one's gonna be fun though. It will. Expect some fireworks at the Garden tomorrow. It's gonna be on FS1. We're gonna be on TV. That's always fun. Yeah. Maybe you'll get to see us. We're sitting. Oh, if anybody's going to the game, sitting in section two twenty six, row nine, seats fourteen and fifteen. Don't be shy. Come say hi. I like that. We love our fans. Like don't that. don't don't be shy. Come say hi. It's gonna be a good time. It's going to be. I awesome. cannot wait. Are we gonna bet on the game? We should bet on the game. Well, oh wait, we we're gonna be in New York. Oh yeah, we can bet before. Yeah. We can bet before. New York City. Come on, we gotta get with it. We'll see. Yeah, we get with it. Yeah, we do. Pennsylvania too. Soon, Pennsylvania. That, I've been thinking about that. Yeah. We'll be we're we're going to school in, in PA next year in next uh yeah next year sports betting is gonna take a hit it's yeah well we're, we're gonna have to come home just to do that I know well, we'll be home like basically every Sunday anyway because in the fall well yeah with the with the Jets eight Sundays oh, season tickets I'm very excited for that There's a lot of good things coming up a lot of good things a lot coming up. a lot of good <laughs> things coming up positive vibes good things that's it for us that's it Joe wrap us out. All right, thanks for listening to the Tri-State Sports Beat. Nick and I here. Um, we'll definitely have some coverage on the the Seton Hall St. John's game we'll coming up on Sunday. Well, yeah, we'll uh, definitely be tweeting. We'll um, get some pictures out there for you guys on our and, social media. And if any breaking news comes up, keep listening. We'll we'll be on. I'm sure. Um, any trades from the NHL? Um, if Bryce Harper ends up signing somewhere, we'll let you know. Um, but anything else? Anything else? That's that's pretty much it. It's a good time right now. It's good. I know it's. I know it was kind of slow, but well, we forgot to talk about Zion Williamson too. But if you're living under a rock, he broke his shoe. He broke his it's shoe. It's everywhere. I mean, I know. Just, just we turn you know, on ESPN. If you watch, if you FS4. if you don't live under a rock and watch television, you know that Zion Williamson is hurt. Yes, I'm a Knicks fan. I'm very concerned about it because then I feel like the Knicks are going to overthink things. We could talk about whether that he plays time. the rest of the year or not, but. That's, we know what the deal is. Yeah. We know what the deal is. I think everybody that's listening to us right now is pretty tuned into that kind yeah. of stuff. Our fans so, are educated. Yes. Our fans know we what they're know. talking about. Our fans are the best. Fans are great. We love all the support we're getting. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Love it. Twitter's blowing up. We're starting to get our own stuff out there on Twitter now, so that's fun. If if anybody's listening, um send us a tweet. Maybe we'll maybe we'll start like an Instagram or something. We got a lot of concepts coming it's, in. Yeah, there's got thoughts. a lot of ideas. Got a lot there's of ideas thoughts. coming through. We got some. We got some stuff planned. And for again, the DM us, direct message us on Twitter. We want to hear what you guys are yeah. thinking. We want some some ideas. Anything, anything at all. Do it on our page on the Tri-State Sports Beat page, or message us individually. We always have our Twitter handles in the descriptions below. Yeah, absolutely. Always, always, always. That's it. We good? I think. I think so. That's it. We are done for the day. We will see you guys on Monday. Go, Johnnies. Let's go. Go, go, everybody. Everybody have a great weekend. Love the positivity. Love the positivity. Let's Optimism. go, Johnnies. Let's go, Red Storm. It's going to be a fun, fun Saturday night. Guys, thank you all for listening. You've been listening to Tri-State Sports Beat on Anchor FM. Thank you so much for all the love, and we will see you on Monday. If you want to interact with us, follow us on Twitter at TriState underscore Beat. Also, if you want to make an appearance on the show, send us a message on the Anchor app. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. 